0: Welcome back, everybody, to the First Team NFL Draft and College Football Podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Make sure before we begin, I'm Ryan Roberts here at Rising Draft on Twitter. You hit that like button on this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on any and all of your favorite podcast platforms. And five-star reviews are very much appreciated, folks, as we continue to grow this podcast, which is growing in a great direction here, especially as we head towards the 2024 NFL Draft season. I want to thank you you so much for the support and would appreciate another five-star review make sure you tell everyone ryan roberts is your favorite guy ever and we're doing another scouting notebook here giving you a little bit of insight into just some recent scouting takes that i have some notes a little bit of extra stuff so right now we're kind of working through some scouting report episodes we'll be doing some senior bowl preview stuff very soon we'll be talking position rankings as we get further and further into our evaluations this draft season as well but this one's a little bit of an extra segment for you, and I was very consistent with it on in the uh, beginning of the college football season. But time has gotten away a little bit. You know, we are in the midst of bowl season and NFL draft declarations happening, and the transfer portal, and college football finishing up, and NFL nearing the playoffs. It's it's been a little bit chaotic, folks. I mean, you throw that in on uh, Christmas and New Year, and you know, being a father and a husband and Full-time job, and it's a little bit of it's a lot. It's a lot. We'll just leave it at that, right? But ultimately, want to give you guys as much extra content as we possibly can here at the first team NFL Draft the College Football Podcast. So here's some of the scouting notes I have this week. Want to start us off 2024 NFL draft prospect who had just announced he officially declared for the 2024 cycle. And that is Mr. Keon Coleman, wide receiver, Florida State, originally at Michigan State, listed. Not verified but listed at six foot four 215 pounds. if you watch him on film, I believe that's right around the ballpark probably six three and plus right around 210, 215 pounds. he is a massive young man, former high four star player was a dynamic basketball player coming out of high school ended up at Michigan State obviously and after two years at Michigan State and including a lot of great play in 2022, they transferred to Florida State and got off to a fast start. In 2023, a couple of really dynamic games to kick off the season. Obviously, we know what he did in the first game of the year against LSU in a big outing there and that uh, big victory for the Seminoles. Then he kind of hit a little bit of a skid down the stretch of the season and kind of the insight information there. And this isn't breaking and this isn't great intel on my part, just more of a fact that he was dealing with a little bit of injuries, kind of the second half of the season, which I think really just kind of slowed down the production. And I wanted to talk about him a little bit because uh, if you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm a big fan of Keon Coleman. He is currently my wide receiver two in the 2024 NFL draft process. I just had him go in top 10 in my most recent mock draft, right behind Marvin Harrison Jr. as wide receiver one. And I've seen more and more the last few weeks. This is a Twitter conversation or X conversation, however you want to coin it. There's a lot of people that seem to be kind of fading on Keon Coleman and appear to be a little bit lower on Keon Coleman. And look, if, if there, there are some things that you look at with Keon Coleman and I understand where concerns come from. He is a player who is not going to be the most dynamic player in terms of separation consistently from a route running perspective. And from a just straight line speed perspective, he is a little bit of a catch point guy. And I understand that if there's some people out there that look at him and say, you know, like I've been hurt by that before. Think of the Hakeem Butlers of the world, the J.J. Ortega Whitesides of the world. Those kind of players have, have not done well in the NFL, You know the, the catchpoint dynamos. And I completely understand if there's some people that have their reservations. My pushback is, is, one, I think that you're just kind of misinterpreting who Keon Coleman is, but also I think there's just a lot of group groupthink out there right now. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of... There's some people that I just don't think have done... The necessary film study and their deep dive themselves that have come to that conclusion. I think it's more just regurgitating information that you see out there by more prominent fixtures. Look, this is what I see with Keon Coleman 6'4, 215. I think he's going to run somewhere in the high 4'4s. Four so 4'4'6, four 4'4'8, four 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 maybe 4'4'9, four four somewhere in that ballpark. 4'5' flat at absolute worst. I think he's somewhere high 4'4 four four most likely. The kid's a freak show in my opinion. I mean, he can jump through the g- jump out of the gym. He's explosive, gets up to his top speed really well. I think he's really I think he's really explosive in short areas. So I actually think one I think that it's more a approach issue with Keon Coleman. I think he can be a good route runner on the next level. I do. I think that he can create more separation cuz one thing we need to remember about separation, not all separation is created equal in the sense of when I evaluate a wide receiver, there are three levels of separation that I I, I evaluate. One is the most traditional sense, route running, ability to get in and out of brakes. Number two is just pure athleticism, straight line speed. You can separate down the field with your second, third gear. The other one is separating in the air. And that is translatable to the next level. We have seen... The Julio Joneses, the DK Metcalfs, even the Brandon Lloyds, even though he's a different body type, we have seen guys win in the air and win consistently because they can elevate. they have large catch radiuses, and they can win outside their frame and they cannot leverage what defensive backs with their abilities as far as size and explosiveness to, be able to elevate in the air. I think young Coleman one can obviously do that. He can also he can obviously separate in the air. There's no doubt about that. But the other part, and the more important part, in my opinion, is that I do think there's a route running upside. I do think there's ability to create separation in more than as just a catch point guy. I think that we are just forgetting it's 20 years old, true junior, a player that was also dealing with an injury during the course of the season. You evaluate the traits and the upside. I think this kid could be potentially special. He could be a Julio Jones-esque type of player, in my opinion. I think he has... That type of upside is he there right now? No, but most NFL draft prospects aren't there day one on draft day. They need some time. They need some coaching. They need development. And I think that Keon Coleman can get there. One player who I think is probably the most underrated cornerback in the twenty twenty four draft that I just want to hit on real quick: Quinion Mitchell, who is defensive back out of Toledo, six foot and four ace, so six foot and a half. 199 pounds in the spring, this young man rumored and has apparently run for scouts this past offseason in the 438 to 442 range. So he can run. He's got length at the position. He's got great ball skills. He had a lot of ball production last two years at Toledo. I put him recently in the late first round of the 2024 NFL mock draft. Now, do I think that he is necessarily in the first round conversation today? N- not necessarily. I think that right now, most NFL evaluators will have him somewhere on day two. But I think that he has the opportunity because he's going to be at the Senior Bowl down in Mobile. He's going to have the opportunity to go to the combine. When you talk about the film, I think the film's excellent. He is a more zone based corner, but he can play man. He reminds me of Deron Bland a little bit. Great ball skills, length, and he's got a little bit of coverage versatility to him. When he goes to the Senior Bowl and does really well, when he goes to the Combine and tests really well, I think we're going to look back and be like, kids underrated. And there's going to be a run on cornerbacks this year. I fully believe that because it's a pretty good cornerback group. And I wouldn't be surprised if Quinion Mitchell's fighting for cornerback four, cornerback five in the class. And if you were cornerback four, cornerback five in most years, you got a chance to go in the first round, man. You got a chance. So I think that Quinion Mitchell is very underrated. Slept on a little bit. I think he's going to be a big riser throughout the class. I've talked about him before. Should be no surprise for the listeners of the podcast that come regularly, but I really like Quinone Mitchell out of Toledo. Couple of 2025 guys that I just want to highlight for you all, because this kind of got brought on by by the transfer portal, because one of these players is in the transfer portal, but there's two defensive ends in the 2025 to last two edge players. Who I just think are fantastic. And we're not going to go do a deep dive on both these players today. We'll do obviously that in summer scouting because I think we're talking about two potential first round picks in the 2025 NFL draft. The first one that just entered the portal, Purdue Edge, Nick Scouton, who is listed at six foot four, 280 pounds. He was number five for Purdue. If you're doing some of your own film evaluations, by the way, massive young man, true sophomore this past year, 15 tackles for loss. 10 sacks, just entered the portal. He is a former four-star recruit. That is, he grew up apparently right near Texas A&M. So I envision he's going to go probably back to the Redlands somewhere in Texas or Oklahoma, potentially. And I think he's going to get a nice payday for doing that. But this young man is explosive, is powerful. For 280 pounds, there's a lot of Cam Jordan in his game, man. Like, he is a very rare mover for being a 6'4", 280-pound player, powerful. And I watched him on film and I'm watching his body composition. I'm just like, this kid is a grown man. And the crazy part, he's only 19 years old, man. He's not going to be 20 until August, I believe somewhere in that ballpark, man. Like this kid is literally during next draft process. If he declares for the 2025 NFL draft, he's going to be a 20 year old until right before the season, you know, when he turns 21. So that kid's a freak show, man. He was born on another planet. That is what defensive ends on the NFL level look like. Nick Scourton, the transfer from Purdue. The other guy who i talked about on this podcast before, I think on another recruiting notebook, is James Pierce Jr. from Tennessee, who just had a nice breakout year as a sophomore. Guys, 6'5", 241 pounds. This kid is Brian Burns reincarnate. This kid is special. His movement skills... His flexibility, his ability to change direction, his ability to corner is special, man. It really is. I would not be shocked. This is a top five to 10 player in the 2025 NFL Draft. James Pierce Jr., edge from Tennessee, number 27, if you're doing your self-scouting, is special. Thank you all for joining me for the recruiting notebook here today. Make sure you follow me at Rise and Draft on Twitter. You can follow Joe D. Leon at Joe D. Leon on Twitter as well. Of course you can follow the podcast as well at the first team pod on twitter make sure though before you leave five-star reviews are very much appreciated make sure you subscribe to the podcast and we'll talk to you guys next week thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube